Hey guys, welcome to Status Random. This is episode 36, and this is just going to be a complete bitch fest. As a little update from that grapesur.com, um, I filed a complaint with PayPal. I opened up a case, and they said they were going to try to figure it out. So the company, as we all remember, was going to give me a 20% back. And I said, not no, but hell no. I want all my money back for these dollar store pumpkins they sent me. <clears throat> So then PayPal then tells me, oh, this company was red flagged, but here's the thing. You need to mail back the product, and then we'll give you a full refund. But here's the other stipulation. You have to send it back to China. Well, the address isn't even in English. It's in Chinese. So it's like, okay, that's funny you say that. I don't even know how to write that. So then they translate it for me. PayPal does, and it still doesn't make any sense. So then they said, well, mail it back to him and give us a tracking number. It would cost me more than what I spent on these pumpkins to send it back. So, no, not no, hell no. Hundreds, if not thousands, have said they received the same thing from PayPal. Now, why would we send it back? That makes no sense. They deserve to be in the garbage or maybe donated. Um, well, that was sad. But donated for somebody who can do something with them. It's laughable. It is so laughable. Do not buy from Facebook ads. It's all scam. Complete scam. The second thing I want to bitch about is being a military spouse, um, and I'm not here to whine or cry or whatever. You know, we move from place to place, and we get new friends, and, you know, hopefully keep in touch with our old friends. But having a career when you're a military spouse is very, very difficult. I have been a hairdresser for 17 years, but I've been wanting to refinish furniture for about six or seven years. I've been doing it to myself and stuff for friends. So I put in a business application because you have to have a business application to do it in order to live in certain housing or um, there's certain stipulations, especially in a different country. So I put in my business application a few months ago. Still nothing. Still, I can't do anything. I'm trying to do it the legal way, people. Like, I'm trying to do it the correct way because a lot of people don't do things the right way and they end up getting in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get my spouse in trouble. And I definitely don't want to get booted from how, you know, our house because of not doing it the right way. Granted, I'm not doing chemicals on people. I'm not baking anything. I'm just refinishing furniture. The only person that could get hurt from this is myself. So with that note, I'm, it's literally sitting, my business application is still sitting at legal and it's so frustrating as a military spouse because you want to have a second income. You want to make money to help provide. Um, and it's hard. They make it very difficult, very difficult. It's just not an easy process at all. Trying to pick up your life and move it. And everybody thinks that when you move, the government pays for everything. They don't like, it's very hard for some military families to even have a savings account because Every time you move, you have to reestablish new things, your electricity, all these things that they may give you money towards, but it doesn't cover fully. You have to restock your, fr your fridges, you know, condiments you can't travel with, spices, um, all kinds of things. You've got to get everything set up and, and to build your new home for the next couple of years. So it's not easy. And when you put in a business application because you want to make money or you want to do what your passion is, it's like a big red X on you, you know, like, oh. By the time you get approved, it's probably time for you to move again. So I would love to figure out a process that can help people because 
you know, God bless those people that are nurses and are married to doctors or vets or how to reestablish yourself again in a new situation, um, in a new place and, you know, location and building up clientele and so forth. It's difficult. It really is. So when you're a spouse, you definitely put yourself behind your spouse because of the fact that it's all about that person's career right now. It's where they're taking them. Like my husband's in school, but he's also in the military. So it's like, you know, he's doing what he needs to do to make sure his future is bright. So what do the spouses do? We just kind of get job to job, like, you know, whether it's working at a facility on base or it's, you know, some people work on the economy or you stay home with your children because it's cheaper. Sometimes it's cheaper than paying for daycare just to stay home with your kids. And that's what I'd say 80% of spouses do, especially overseas. So that it's very difficult, very difficult. Um, I do keep my cosmetology license up to date and I still keep up with the trends and stuff. Do I miss doing hair? Sometimes, you know, it's all I've known for many, many years. So, but I have this passion of wanting to write a book about how to save money on uh, upcycling stuff. Um, and I found out the book I wanted to, the name I wanted to name my book, it's already out there. So that's a dagger to the heart. But it's kind of like, what do military spouses do when it comes to income? I don't want to work at fast food because I'll eat everything that I'm making. I don't I don't want to babysit because I don't like other people's kids. I like my own, <laughs> as bad as that sounds. You know, you spend thousands and thousands of dollars moving to these places that the government doesn't fully refund you for. Like, you know, if the government wanted you to have pets, they would issue them. But we couldn't leave our pets at home. And just flying our pets to England cost us thousands and thousands of dollars. And guess what? When we move back to the States or wherever... It's going to cost us thousands and thousands of dollars again. It's still not okay for people to leave their pets. You know what I mean? I understand if they're old or sick or and so forth, but mine were fit and well, so we brought them with us. You know, moving overseas, you have to buy another car, uh, especially when you're in England because the car is on the, you know, you drive on the other side of the road, so it's kind of better to have the car where the steering wheel is on the right-hand side instead of American all these things, plus when you move here, you have to change your lights because the light conversion is different here. I mean, the bills add up and up and up and up. My anxiety is through the roof lately with just thinking, like, I just want to work. I want to start working. Both of my kids are in school. I want to start working. But the minute, let's think about this, um, putting your kids on the uh, list for after school care. We've been on that wait list for over a year. So it's not easy when you move around a lot because you have to uh, start everything back up, you know. And, of course, I'm sure all of the world understands that. But military people, they do it so often that you become immune to it and you just see the money flying out, you know, your wallets because you have to reestablish yourself everywhere. That's difficult. Um, And then Christmas shopping and all those things, you know, you're mailing packages to all these different parts of the world to send Christmas gifts. Um, And thank God for Amazon, I'll tell you that. It's really, really hard to get reestablished as a spouse. And I think it sucks because a lot of people think, oh, you're a dependent, you stay at home, you live off of your husband's income. Well, guess what? I used to make more than my husband did, okay? So... 
you know, I'm ready to go back to work. I'm ready to find a job. And I went for a job interview last year right before COVID hit. And the lady told me I was too qualified for the job because of my background working with the military and stuff. And I was like, wow, okay, lady, I'm just looking for anything right now. Something to, you know, put a little extra money in our in our bank account. <laughs> so to be told I had too much experience and then she told me to come back in April um, for another job that was going to be open. But guess what? COVID hit and ruined it all. So thank you, COVID. Now my parents can't come for Christmas this year. <laughs> I just have a lot of um, anxiety right now. Um, being with the numbers rising in England and in the States and stuff, it makes it really hard to be able to plan trips. I mean, I feel like the whole time of being in England is kind of a waste because we, we got, we wanted to get here because I have friends that are English. Um, and I wanted to see them again. I've only been able to see them once and we've been here over a year. Um, going on trips is postponed Having family come visit is postponed. Going to see family is postponed. Having any normal life is postponed. And I guess this is the new normal. And, you know, I thought buying from that site would be bring a little cheer for us for Halloween. These projector pumpkins. And then they sent me dollar store shit. So, yes, life is not... Uh, peaches and rainbows and unicorns right now you know there's always an up you know hopefully you know well we all have to be thankful when we have family you never know what other people are going through and I'm thankful that my parents are are healthier now and have their medical going good for them now after a nightmare of months and my in-laws are doing well and my family you know are doing well as well as we can be with the kids in school. And there's been a couple scares, but luckily nobody has caught coronavirus from anybody because, you know, it's just, it's sad times right now. And we're going to look back in the future and we're going to look back and think, wow, we came out of this with our heads held high and we now know what somewhat rock bottom is. Um, because we lived in it and our kids experienced it and God bless the people that are having babies and have to do it on their own or go to their appointments on their own where only one person can be there because it's got to be hard. It's got to be real hard. Um, now I'm getting sidetracked. That's my name, Sidetrack Sally. But anyways, you know, I hope everybody's doing well and I just hope that my business gets approved soon so I can do something, you know, start refinishing the stuff. There's so many pieces that people want me to get and I, I can't guarantee I can get them done because I'm not approved. So it sucks, it sucks so bad. But um, I guess this is, you know, just life. And hopefully, you know, things will get better and my hands won't hurt so much anymore because I'll be able to do more. You know, that's all I want to do. Like, being, I know you hairdressers out there feel me that when you haven't used your hands for so long to do people's hair or finishing things or whatever, your fingers start to hurt. Like, you 
I think when you become a hairdresser, you just automatically have arthritis um, and pain. But hopefully we'll, I'll be able to do some things and make some money and make some good pieces of furniture. But um, I hope everybody's doing well. And I already said that. Again, sidetrack Sally. But, um, you know, Halloween is coming up. And I'm not sure what your state or your country is doing. But luckily we're still able to do it here where we live. Um, of course, with um, you have to be smart about it. You know, no more than six people. Wear a mask. I bought my kids these um, baskets that are extended so they don't have to get close to the people putting candy in their, in their bag. Um, and, of course, I'm a, I'm a freak like this, so I'll probably keep the candy sitting up for days on end to make sure that whatever was on it has now uh, been eaten from the air or whatever. I just hope that you guys have a better October. I wanted to talk a little bit about what October means to me. Um, and I'm a little bit, a few days late on this, but, um, October for me is very, um, sad, but happy at the same time. So, um, June 25th, 2012, uh, I had a miscarriage. I went into a German hospital and the doctor said, oh, baby's gone. And that was it. There was no emotions. Like, I'm so sorry that you lost your baby so forth. Um, October, we were blessed um, in 2013 with our beautiful daughter, our second daughter, our rainbow baby. Um, October also is infant and uh, infant loss month awareness, or I think it's like five days, which I think is shit. It should be the whole month. Um, losing a baby, no matter what age, no matter how far they've grown in your stomach, how many weeks you are, it doesn't matter. It still hurts. It's, it's not a good thing to go through. And my heart goes out to everybody that has had miscarriages or has lost their baby. Um, my heart goes out to you because it's not an easy thing to overcome. We still hang an ornament up every year. We believe that our baby we lost was a boy. And so we named him Nathan because my husband brought home the wrong ornament one time. He was supposed to grab an Olivia and he grabbed a Nathan accident. So we hang up this ornament named with Nathan on it every Christmas because I firmly believe that um, our baby was a boy and we named Nathan. But October also means to me, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So check your titties, ladies. I do it every year, and then every two years I get the MRI. Um, my mom is a two-time survivor of breast cancer, and I know that many people can't say that they are survivors or they know somebody who survived. So I am thankful every single day that she survived both times. And my heart goes out to you that if you're suffering with breast cancer or you know somebody or you lost somebody, I will keep you in my prayers. I ask that everybody that's a female, and I think I think men are supposed to also, I hope that you actually check your titties. Because even if you don't, even if you feel like you don't feel anything, it's still good to get a mammogram because half the stuff that I have in mind I never felt them, but they found them on MRI or mammogram, and I have two new lumps that they're watching. So just please, please, please check yourself. 
monthly check yourself. I have a reminder in my shower. Check yourself. It could save your life. On that note, I hope everybody's October is better than mine has been. And I hope that we can overcome this COVID and I will keep everybody in my prayers for COVID. And if you've lost a baby or had a miscarriage or know anybody or yourself going through breast cancer, I will keep you in my prayers. And I thank you so much for listening to Status Random. This is episode 36. Until next time. Bye.